we are walking through unprecedented times. All of us as a country, as a nation, as families, and it's exhausting. I'm sitting here um, doing this episode today, releasing today, because I have a lot of my heart, but it's exhausting, and I... I want to encourage and uplift, but I want to talk a little bit about, like, the real deal struggles. Like, life isn't always easy. In fact, recently, it's been hard. And a lot of times, we, I, everyone, we ask ourselves, like, why? Why is I've done everything right? Or I just finished conquering a battle. I didn't even get a chance to, to rest before having to pick up my sword and fight a new battle. And... As we walk through these times, I mean, I just want to talk about the reality of it and like where I'm standing from a faith-based perspective and, um, you know, how we can really tackle what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our minds, what's going on in our hearts. Because times are tough, but so are you, darling. tired you guys um I'm physically tired I am mentally tired I'm emotionally tired but I'm spiritually challenged and um I'm gonna get into what all that means and where I'm going with all this but if you look at the news these past couple of weeks it's exhausting and um I did, and I have been someone who's had to turn it off for my mental sanity from the pandemic to George Floyd to, like, elections to, and then in my own life, in my own personal life, getting smacked in the face sideways and planning and preparing for a new baby to come into this world and honestly having a really hard time this second time around. And being really frustrated with all of the circumstances that have come with the pandemic and with the coronavirus. I am blessed to be having this baby boy. And I tell him, when we get moments of quiet, I'm sorry that life has been chaotic. I'm sorry that I have been stressed out. I'm sorry I don't know what to do about it. Because that's how I've been feeling. I've been feeling so crazy. Um, That's not a great word to use. But I've been feeling so up and down and high and low. And like all of these things. Because because life has been exhausting. But as I sit and think about all the things that I um, have been walking through and what my family is walking through right now. And I'm sure there's things that you're walking through. I want us to, to, to take a moment to breathe. To thank God that we woke up this morning. To look at your kids' faces or your spouse's face or your mom's face or whoever you love and be thankful they're still standing there with you. And... Hopefully they're healthy. And that's the one thing that matters right now. 
I don't know if I don't know. Mia isn't well, she's about to be too like in a couple weeks. But I'm the type of person who when my world's like falling apart and I've cried all day or I've been stressed out, just like the hug from my baby or just seeing her smile and it kind of just like sets me right and I don't know like as my kid becomes a teenager like will I look at my kid the same way or will they you know when they hate me I don't know but let's just take a moment to be grateful and then we're going to talk about these challenges over these past couple of months um you guys all know we moved into a new house and that's been a blessing um We've also just had a, a major setback in our life, and I'm not going to get into that this episode, maybe later down the line, but I want to talk a little bit about like these challenging times, and oh, I, I'm moving away, and I'm speaking a little bit more on faith today, because this is kind of a bonus episode, and this is what I probably need to hear myself, and hopefully somebody else can use. These past couple months, um, there have been moments where I have been living in fear, and then moments where I have ignored the virus existed, moments where I have so much going on in my life aside from the virus. I'm having a baby, we moved to a house, I'm figuring out childbirth, and I'm, I, I remember um, last week, what seems to be happening in my life, and I, I don't know if you can relate, is that you have one problem, and that problem seems really big. It's sitting right in front of you, and it's a huge problem. <clears throat> and then the next week, there's a bigger problem, and the next week, there's a bigger problem, and the next week, there's a bigger problem. And I feel particularly like that's been what's been going on in my life. I... um had spent two weeks crying every single night because of how big I am this pregnancy. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's been hard. It's been last time with Mia, I was just happy to have a baby. Um, Last time I was just, you know, thankful for a healthy pregnancy. And it's like, well, why can't you just be like this this time? Well, because this time I'm huge and I still have a long way to go. I still have, you know, 15 more weeks or something like that left. And so, and honestly, this pregnancy has been one where it's like, I don't know how many weeks I am. You know what I mean? Like the world has been so chaotic and so busy that I can honestly say like, I today want to say I'm 23 weeks. That could be inaccurate. I'm going to have to go look it up. Because that's what's going on in this world. There's been so many challenges that my family has faced specifically and a lot of blessings. But when I first did the kind of intro clip for this podcast, I said, sometimes we ask God why. And I want to talk about that now. Sometimes we ask God, why is this happening to me? And I have been in places in my life that I can look back on and be like, okay, 
I know why this happened to me. Got it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Um, But what happens when you're fighting a battle and reinforcements are not coming and, you know, the enemy has three more attacks and you are worn out? Like, what happens then? What happens when you are, you're scared, you are unsure where the, the problems that you were facing yesterday seem so small to the problems that you are facing today. A lot of people have, have gone through a lot more during this pandemic. Um, people have lost jobs. People have lost probably homes. People have had to like work and raise their kids. And honestly, that was one of the biggest struggles I was facing two days ago was working while having a toddler at home and navigating what do I feel comfortable with with child care. And now I can say my world is flipped upside down and that's not my biggest concern. And I'm going to tell you, those days with a toddler are stressful. Um, I have been speaking for a long time about how I want to be a stay-at-home mom. My, my, my um, plans haven't changed even though my life circumstances may have. Um, and how I know that for those moms who like love going to work and like, that's their escape. That's where you get to be who you, who you are. That's where you get to, you know, have your break. That break makes you a better mom. I believe we all have different roles. We all have different lives. We all have different dreams. And I feel like that's great. And I know I have a friend who is like that, who work is good for her. It's good for her and her child's relationship. It's good for their family. Um, and I'm not going to say work isn't good for, for my family. Cause that would be a straight up lie. Like our job, my job security and finances are a blessing to have in uncertain times. Um, however, uh, being thrust into a world where I've always said, I, don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a work-from-home mom. I've said this um, many times. Uh, now, in my head, I'd be working for myself, not not the company I work for now. But this has given me a taste of what it's like, and it's hard. Um, I I start work at six. If I could start work at four a.m., I would do it, but I can't. I start work at six, and I pray that my daughter, this is how it's been the past couple of weeks. Life has changed. I'm not going to get into how life has changed this episode, uh, maybe in a couple episodes. I'm not ready to dive into all that, but get up at around 530, 545 and uh, start my coffee, hop on my computer, pray my child stays asleep for till eight. Pray. Now, someday she does, someday she doesn't. And then when she doesn't, it's like, give her a morning bottle, let her, I put on this show super wide. It's pretty good. I think it's actually a really great kid show. If you want your kids to watch something kind of educational, super Y is like really cute. Mia loves it. Um, but it's pretty educational. And then, you know, I work as much as I can while she's like, mommy, this mommy, that, and then I have to run upstairs and make breakfast. Or some days I will, like, if I'm going to do, like, boiled eggs, I can boil them the night before. 
Um, but we can't do that every day. And she is not a kid who likes oatmeal. Um, so, you know, make breakfast while I have my computer, like right next to me trying to work. And then it's eat breakfast. And then it's like, all right, let me set up sticker books to play with. And it's been feeling like I can't be, um, the best mom possible while working. And I feel like we're all in this weird, unprecedented territory where we're stepping into roles we might not have had to be in, homeschooling our kids. Now it's summer now for most people. So that has to be a relief for everyone who is working, except for your kids are still at home. And now you have to entertain them. But um, it's definitely been like, Uh, a challenge because it's like how am I and like after work you have to just I'm not complaining but (laughs) here I am pregnant right um and my work day is pretty chaotic I'm up before I was getting up at like 4 30 now I get up at 5 30 so just an hour later but I've been up since like 5 30 I've been running around, working, cooking, entertain the baby. Mia's upset. Let me hold her. Let me try to get this case done. Let me do this. Let me do that. And then at the end of the day where I can turn off my computer and just look at my child, I just want a minute to breathe. But that's not who I am. So it's like, well, let's get our shoes on. Let's go in the backyard. Let's go for a walk. And then I'm exhausted and I look at her and I think, am I giving you the best life? Um, And I know that right now we all have to give ourselves grace because we're all stepping into positions we didn't intend to. Um, and Mia's fine. She's happy. She's, she's, she's thriving. She's smart. She's not like, she wasn't in school before. She was at like a daycare. She isn't like regressing. She's continuing to get smarter and grow. And she really is pretty she's really if I spent if I had three days to just focus on potty training we would be done um but in the middle of the chaos potty training has kind of gone on the back burner except for when I go to the bathroom I'm like oh do you want to get on the potty and then she's like yeah and it's in all this chaos that it's like oh I can't breathe and um this is where I'm going to say we all need to just give ourselves some credit and just give ourselves a break. But regardless of what's going on in your life right now, um, there's probably been in the last six months, especially right now, something you can look back on or something that you are walking through right now and you're asking yourself and you're probably asking God why. Um, Especially if you are like me who has just, I feel like, had a major breakthrough in life. Um only to to get slapped in the face with, you know, a serious situation to look at um, and to deal with. And a lot of times as Christians, I have friends that are Christians, obviously, (laughs) Christian mom uncensored. Um, And they feel guilty whenever they get scared. Uh, Because as Christians, we're supposed to what? Have faith, right? Uh, We're not supposed to be scared when things are 
scary when uh, there's protests in the street and people are dying when there's a pandemic and you're going to have a baby. And now you are hearing that some people have had to choose between their doulas and their husbands and who gets to go into the delivery room. That was a concern I had last week. I've got bigger problems this week uh, to deal with, but we're all like in this weird place. And, you know, everyone says like the opposite of fear is faith. And I believe that faith is, is not a feeling. Um, for me, faith is a choice. Faith isn't something and maybe it's because I'm not like advanced Christian. I'm not Priscilla Shire. I'm not Steve Furtick. I'm not up there with like the greats of Christianity. Um, I'm middle writer Brittany who has walked, who has, has gone through definitely being a beginning Christian where, you know, when you first start off and if you're not a Christian, just bear with me and listen to the, the journey. When you're first a Christian, you are on fire for God. And I'm not saying I'm not. I'm still on fire for God. But nothing can stop you, right? Like, you're just, like, going, going, going. And then when you're in those beginning stages, a lot of blessings probably come because God is proving to you who he is and your faith is growing and whatever the things that, that are going on. And then you become a middle writer. And I really think that that's where I think I'm on. I'm a middle writer. I've been middle writing for like the past three years. I think that that God's trying to push me to the next level. I really do because like life is hard and all of a sudden challenges you get faced with you get faced with challenges maybe your husband lost a job maybe you know somebody who's been sick maybe you had one of the biggest disappointments or heartbreaks of your life like whatever is going on all of a sudden whatever you feel God's calling you to do you're doing it or and you get slapped in the face um all of a sudden as a middle rider things start happening right you start getting attacked you start you start feeling like I can't do this you start or you start you just start going through things and um I can tell you that I'm a middle rider because I've been going through a lot and I I'm not like perfect it's not like I don't have moments of fear and I feel like that's where those upper Christians are where it's like it's okay I'm not even going to worry about this. I have moments where I'm like that. And then I have moments of sheer panic where I am like crying and going, God, what is going on? What am I supposed to do? So um, anyway, I'm saying all this to say, I know people who feel so guilty every time they question God or they question God and then it works out. And they're like, why did I question God? I'm the worst Christian ever. And I'm like, listen, we're human Okay, we aren't perfect. And I really think that faith is a choice. I really think that whenever you are walking through something scary, something tragic, something unprecedented territory, that you have two options, you know, like run, cry, woe is me, or pray, stand in faith, uh, seek counsel, seek help from people who, who are stronger than you are. Um, I haven't done that part. Maybe I need to, but faith is a choice. And I think that you're allowed to have a moment of fear as long as you go back to the root and your source, which should be, you know, God, and you pray and you go to somebody 
that you can trust. I have had so many moments in my life looking back over the past however many years where I see myself and I can think about things that were going on and I felt so broken then. And the things I was facing then are nothing compared to what I'm facing now. And my response is so different. And that's where you can see your growth. Before, it was definitely cry for nine hours. Um, woe is me. And now it's like life happens and heartbreaking things and heart-wrenching things happen. And I think you're allowed to cry. I think you're allowed to say, God, this is scary, but I trust you. And I think if you have that, but I trust you, but I'm going to stand in faith. That's why people say I'm going to stand in faith. It's something you have to actively do. Um, When you're sitting in faith, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, I believe everything's good. And literally that's probably where I was like a week or two ago where life was looking pretty good. I mean, there were some stressors and some things concerning me. I don't need to get into that, but I was definitely like sitting in my faith um, where I didn't have to actively charge up. I didn't have to actively like seek it out because life was good. And all of a sudden, literally yesterday, I was brought down to my knees in my bathroom and I had to make a choice and I had to make a choice again, waking up this morning to stand in faith. And it's an active thing. When things go wrong in life, which they ultimately do sometimes. Um, Being a Christian doesn't mean that everything in life ends up being perfect. Being a mom doesn't mean that your kids are always happy and everything is perfect. Life is a series of ups and downs, highs and lows, battles and conquests. Um, Next, And I really think that we next level. We move up. Every level gets harder. We move up each level. And I can feel like in this challenging time, faced with one of the greatest challenges of my life right now, Um, especially since it feels like everything I've worked for is being threatened. The choice to, to stand in faith is the one that's going to get you through. Um, And it's a choice. A lot of people are like, oh, you just have such great faith. No one tells me this. But I'm just saying, you know, you look at, I hear people say that to like pastors and like, you know, really cool people of faith. And um, even when you're crying and even when you're scared and even when you don't know why, choosing to... um to say, God, I trust you, I really think is what is going to help get you through. Um, So trusting God with your birth plan, trusting God with your children's education right now, trusting God with your marriage, trusting God with your finances, um, trusting God with your future. And as a mom and as a Christian mom, I know that my mom has always been a huge example to me. Um, I know there's moments, she's had moments of weakness. She's had moments of, she's had darker times. But to see her bounce back has, has always inspired me. And uh, <laughs> now I have to live through my own bounce back. <laughs> not super, uh, not a super fun experience. Really don't recommend it. <laughs> but if you, whatever you're walking through, 
I just want you to know that you're not the only one walking through something scary. And the results of whatever you're walking through, when you get through the storm and all of the good stuff, right? All that hard stuff. Um, you're going to see the purpose behind it, even though right now you can't. And I'm, walk- I'm walking through something where I can see like, okay, God, if I'm walking through this, it's because I'm going to be like Steve Jobs, right? who lost everything and then became like Steve Jobs. (sighs) Am I going to be like Steve Jobs? There's been so many people who have been in the worst circumstances of their life. Take Oprah, for example, and use the, the worst moments of their life to create a new life, to start over, to be like, well, I only have one option and that option is to survive. Um, so this is a little preachy and I'm sorry, but I think that this episode really is for me who needs to be preached to, um, needs to be reminded that tough times don't last, but tough people do. So what can you do when you are walking through this sort of unprecedented, territory? What can you do when you are pretty tired? Um, when you are having a harder pregnancy than you ever had? And that's something I'm walking through now too. Um, honestly, it's a healthy pregnancy. Blood pressure is great. Weight gain has honestly been great. I thought I was gaining way more weight than I have. Honestly, like seven pounds from start to now isn't too bad. This is baby number two. Um, but it's definitely been a harder pregnancy to look in the mirror and smile. Um, definitely been a harder pregnancy to take pictures with, but I keep saying, you're going to want these, you're going to want these. Um, definitely a harder pregnancy in terms of what does my labor plan look like? But anyway, I'm saying all this to say that, what do you do when you're sitting in the middle of adversity? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. And remember, this is just my unsolicited advice. So what are you going to do now that you're standing in the hardest times of your life? Whatever the circumstances may be. One, you're going to control what you can. That's your attitude. Um, and whatever the circumstances are, if it's the fact you have your kids at home, well, let's just be thankful they're safe at home and not getting sick. Um, and you're going to start figuring out, can I plan activities for them to do? Um, even if the activities take five seconds, because sometimes as a mom, it feels like I worked on this activity for the past 30 minutes and it took you all of five minutes to complete it. Uh whatever it is that you can control. Uh, And that might be reaching out to a friend. That might be reaching out to a pastor and saying, I need prayer. I need guidance with my marriage, with, for my job, for my family, whatever the circumstances is, turn to someone who's smarter than you. I haven't done this yet. And I'm like, I think I'm going to take that step today and say, I need you to pray with me. I need some guidance and get the reassurance you need. Sometimes you need to hear the success stories of others. Um, I just said like the hardest times of people's lives often make, make them into the person they're supposed to be. You know what I mean? 
Um, So if you're walking through the hardest time of your life, know that on the other side, you are entering a new phase of your life. And that's exciting. And you can do this. If it's you're walking through postpartum depression, know that it doesn't last forever. And getting help is going to make you feel 10 times better. Um, If you're struggling with your marriage, I think that taking the time to speak to somebody about that and figure out what steps you can take. What you need to do is be proactive in where you can be. And then don't be reactive. Be proactive. Do good. Don't, don't like throw a tantrum. And if you have to throw a tantrum to get it out your system, do it. And then after that, uh, let's move on and, you know, get, get to where we need to go. Um, reach out to a friend, even if it's just to cry to a friend. And then it's time for you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I can handle this. Put on your big girl panties and, and be ready to face the challenge. Tell it to bring it. I'm also going to encourage you to, to spend some time with God. Read, pray, worship. Those are going to help you. Those are going to bring you closer to the source. Those are going to... to and I know sometimes it feels like, well, where is God? Um, and sometimes God is saying, I am right here. I can see the end of the storm. I'm here to hold your hand as you walk through it. I am your cheerleader. I am your strength. I am the the one you can fall down on, onto and cry to. God is not going to get mad at you if you look at him and go, God, what are you doing to me? He'll probably laugh and go, you have no idea, but I promise you it's good. And, um, don't be afraid to, to tell God your fears. Don't be afraid to let it out. But then I think you need to make the decision to stand in faith. And I just talked about this, so I'm not going to get into that whole conversation again. Making the active decision to stand in faith. Find a friend that can be your faith fighter. You are walking through it. You need support, whatever it is that you need. I need you to pray for me every morning. I need to talk to you every morning with a devotional. I need you to just be my back, my, my sounding board. Or it could be your husband and it could be whoever. Find a partner because like walking through life alone is hard. And if you don't have a partner, you can reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to be anyone's prayer partner. Um, whatever your story is, I'm, I want to listen. I want to hear it. I want to be there for you. And they can just control what you can. Take every action that you can. And you'll make it out on the other side. And I want you to know that I'm saying this. And I haven't told you guys what I'm battling. And I I don't want to tell you guys yet. I want to tell you guys in a couple weeks. When I can wrap my mind around it. Um, I'm saying all of this while I'm standing in the middle of a fight myself. I'm standing in the middle. It's not a faith crisis. Because I've never questioned my faith in this moment. But it is a, a... It is a moment where I go, really? Really? That's what's going to happen in my life right now? Um, So I just want you to know that I love you all. And this has been kind of like a weird episode. But um, 
as we stand in unprecedented times in our country and in our life, I think we just need to be reminded how strong we are. And, you know, that we can do, we can get through everything. And um, I'm praying for you all. Pray, Pray for me too. And I will be with you tomorrow for a lighter episode on Father's Day, Father's Day gifts, fun, and things you can do this year. I know that Father's Day is Sunday, so I do want to end on that note. But as I'm in the the heat of a battle, I just wanted to encourage those who are also fighting a battle, whatever that battle might be. And I want you to know uh, that you're tougher than you think. And take a minute to just remember, like, I can think about all the things I've conquered in my life. They seem small compared to to this, right? But you've got this. You are fully equipped. It's okay to have a moment of fear as long as you choose to stand in faith. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I love you. Be blessed.